Hello everyone, welcome back to Choose You with Annie Sophia. I am Annie Sophia and today's episode I am going to do right before I do an episode with Daniel, my boyfriend. So we're going to do kind of a couples episode for the next episode. Um, So how this one's going to work, I'm going to kind of go over focusing on you know, struggling with mental health and anxiety and depression and how I myself cope with that while being in a relationship and, you know, what I need from my partner and what, how I communicate what I need and also just a bunch of different things like letting go of the idea that my partner needs to be my backbone and also you know learning to accept love and learning to love myself in the process so there's a lot of things I'm going to cover in this episode but it's going to be my solo experience and then the next episode I'm going to do with Daniel and I did put some polls on Instagram and you guys did ask a bunch of questions so we're going to answer all those questions and I'm also going to ask him other questions and ask us not just him, um, questions regarding our relationship and what he does as a partner to someone that does struggle with their mental health and different stuff like that. So this episode is solo. Next is a couple episode, which I'm really excited to do because it'll be my first guest episode. (laughs) So it should be really fun. Um, I want to keep it lighthearted, but also down and serious because I know that a lot of people struggle with this, especially people that do have anxiety or depression or just struggle with their mental health in general and struggle in a relationship or struggle to find a partner. And I also don't want this to be something where... I don't want the message to be, you know, you need to go out and find somebody because to me, self-love is the most important kind of love before any other kind of love. And so I'm going to talk a little bit about that as well in this episode. But yeah, so those are the next two episodes So this one and the next one. I'm really excited to do these and yeah, let's get started. So first of all, Daniel and I have quite the story. We started talking as friends. Uh, We knew each other from high school. He was in a grade below me. And so we knew of each other. I think we said hi to each other a couple times in high school, but never really talked or anything like that. And then a few years after high school, we saw each other at the bar and we just kind of, you know, said hey and started talking as friends. Um, (laughs) It's funny to talk about this because he has you know his side of the story and I have mine I think he started to like me before I liked him because I was a little bit scared of relationships you know as a person that grew up a certain way your normalities are different than others so I always went for a different type of person who was usually always emotionally unavailable and Daniel was very emotionally available and I think that 
scared the living shit out of me. Um, just as someone who, like, that was not the norm for me growing up. And so it was hard for me to kind of think, oh no, but that's actually normal for somebody to be very emotionally available. Um, and that's healthy and it's a good thing. But to me, it was like, no, I don't like that, you know, a little bit of reverse psychology in a way. So I backed off. Um, I kind of stopped talking to him, which was not nice of me, but I got scared. And then a couple months later, we started talking again as friends. And then I was like, okay, he's doing all of these nice things for me. Not only me, but even my friends. He was treating them so well and, you know, going out of his way when we would go out to make sure that all my friends got home safe, to make sure I got home safe. And he was just a really, really great dude. He still is, but you know what I mean? (laughs) So that was kind of how everything started. And then I had to kick myself in the butt a little bit to be like, okay, you need to give this guy a chance. Like he's treating you very well and you've never had that before. And, you know, now we're going, well, we're on year three, going into year four. So that was one of the best things I ever did was to just push myself because of course I was scared and you know somebody with anxiety at the beginning of a relationship everything is amplified so if you're nervous you're freaking nervous to the point where oh my god I don't want to hang out because I'm so nervous I'm gonna throw up before I see you like that's how nervous I always felt and you know I'm sure people with anxiety can relate and it was just very I did not like the feeling because it made me feel really yucky and my anxiety was just out of control so that's kind of what pushed me away from him a little bit at the beginning and then after sitting with myself and talking myself through it and being like okay but you know these are all the good things pay attention to these good things and those yucky anxious feelings will eventually go away you just kind of have to talk yourself through it so I did that and I'm glad I did that because you know we're in a very happy relationship and it was very scary don't get me wrong (laughs) don't get me wrong but it's good to push yourself especially when it's a good thing so in the back of my head I knew it was a good thing so I pushed myself And then we really started talking, we really started hanging out, and and then one day we were at the bar, and I made the first move. (laughs) I kissed him. Um, It felt really good to do, because I was like, oh my god, I don't feel anxious about this, and I'm the one doing this, and I'm wearing the pants in this moment, and it just felt really, really good. You know, somebody that has low self-esteem sometimes and lacks a little bit of confidence so it just felt really good and I'm happy that I did it (laughs) and so that is sort of when things I guess you could say kicked off I don't know um but yeah that's when we kind of started dating and became exclusive um he never actually officially asked me out so technically we're not actually boyfriend and girlfriend. <laughs> I joke about that with him all the time. 
and other people as well because they're like oh my god like he never actually asked you out I'm like no and they're like well you guys aren't actually dating then just as a joke though um but yeah so that's how everything kind of started it was definitely nerve-wracking but I got over the hump of the nerves and the anxiety and all that stuff and I'm not gonna lie it was really hard the first couple of months I mean I guess the first maybe like six months because being somebody that struggles with mental illness and mental health and all that stuff it was hard to feel like he wasn't going to leave me for all of my struggles because it was too much in my head and so you know I had to educate him a little bit because not everybody's educated on mental health and mental illness and it's unique. Everybody has a unique situation and so you can't just educate everybody and expect them to all understand because you need to educate them from your struggles because your struggles are your own and they're personal to you and they're different from others. And so I read a bunch of articles and I would send them to him and he read them. He would ask me questions about my struggles and just really try to understand. And so from both parties, I feel like we both communicated very well into how I could help him understand, you know, who I am as a person. Not that my anxiety or depression defines me, but just so that he could understand what was going on in my head and why I would sometimes react the way I did and why I pushed myself away from him all the way in the beginning and that helped him to better understand who I am as a person and you know for him to not get angry with me in certain situations because sometimes I can't help but have my anxiety overtake my mind and so that was really helpful to you know be able to educate him and find readings like articles that really resonated with me so I could share them with him so he would get a better idea of what was kind of going on in my head sometimes and that definitely helped our relationship immensely like a lot and I think that was the moment where I was like oh my god like I am really in love with this person because they took the time to actually read these things and actually you know go and search about stuff on their own and their understanding of it and they still love me anyways so that was the probably one of the most difficult things was feeling like this person's gonna leave me because of all my struggles and it's too much for them and so yeah that was a really hard part but it really helped the way he dealt with it and the way I was able to help him understand everything and I think one thing that people who struggle that they kind of get a little bit they can get a little bit mixed up is that the other person should be the ones educating themselves and you know going out of their way to look at stuff and as I do agree with that partially you also have to be willing to educate that person because your situation is unique to others and you want them to understand you and this is you too in the relationship it's not just them it's you too and so I think it's really important to communicate properly in that way and to also help them understand 
so that's definitely something to, I guess, think about when you're getting into a relationship is that you can expect the other person to do all the work, basically, to understand where you're coming from. Um, okay, now let's hop into how I communicate my needs. So after, you know, educating somebody and you're in a relationship and they know about your struggles and they understand more and all of that, you know, in certain situations, you need to communicate what you need from the person. So sometimes when I'm having an anxiety attack, my body kind of shuts down a little bit and I don't want to move. I don't want to talk. I feel like I can't speak really because my nervous system almost shuts down. And so I have to communicate to Daniel what I need from him in certain situations. I can't just expect him to know what to do because that's not fair to just assume that they know what to do. You have to be willing to communicate to them like, I don't want to be touched. I don't want to talk. I don't want to, I don't know. I just, I want to be alone. So you have to, you know, let them know what you need without just assuming that they know because most of the time they don't and if you continue to communicate what you need in certain situations and as life goes on together as time goes on you know obviously those situations will happen every once in a while and then they'll be better equipped to know what to do because you've communicated geez (laughs) because you've communicated it to them And, you know, they take note on that and they catch on to that. And then they're like, okay, the next time this happens, now I know what to do. And, you know, if the situation happens again and your needs are different than the last time, you got to communicate that to them as well because they can't read your mind. And that's another big thing is that, you know, in order to have a healthy relationship, you have to know that your partner cannot read your mind. You need to communicate. Communication is probably one of my most important and biggest things of a relationship because you always want to be on the same page with your partner, knowing where they're coming from, where you're coming from, just knowing what's going on in your mind and their mind so that you can be on the same page and deal with things in a healthy way. So yeah, communication is very, very important to me. And going back to the beginning of things, it was very hard for me to accept love because I always wanted to push it away because I was used to rejection. Um, You know, everybody grows up a certain way. And again, your normalities aren't actually normal half the time. So the feeling of rejection came from my upbringing and I brought that into my relationship with Daniel at the beginning. So I had a fear of being rejected or I had almost an expectation of being rejected, which again was a normality. What what I thought was a normality, but was actually not and isn't. So I had to work on accepting love being given to me and being shown to me. And I had to accept being chosen and being loved and being cared for the way that he did and that's really hard you know being somebody that that wasn't necessarily normal 
so it's hard to accept because it's new and it's different and so that was something I had to overcome as well and again that's all to do with like self-talk and coping and I definitely overcame a lot of that with therapy um seeing my psychologist or doing my group therapy even before a relationship and then during our relationship I had to do a lot of self-talking and coping mechanisms from my previous therapy and read about stuff to learn about myself and learn that it's okay to accept love and accept these good things that you're not used to um and so I did learn how to and now I'm very happy with that and you know it is hard to accept love especially when you don't think you're deserving of it which is a false thing to ever believe because everybody is deserving of love and you have to believe that for yourself so self-talk is a huge thing you know even if it's little reminders every day like an affirmation I deserve love I deserve happiness um I am worthy of love. I am worthy of happiness. If you keep telling yourself those things, you usually start to believe them. And I've never really, I don't know, I've never really believed in like affirmations. And, you know, if you write this down every day for a year, you're going to believe it. I never really believed in that until a little bit, until recently, actually, where I don't remember exactly what happened, but I remember. You know, I've been writing this sentence down or phrase or whatever for the past however long and I feel like I'm finally starting to believe it now. And so that was a really cool thing to experience because I have never really believed in that. Um, So it was just cool to feel and, you know, now I can accept love and accept the fact that I'm happy and that I deserve happiness. Another thing I want to cover is... You know, somebody that struggles with their mental health, especially, eh, I don't want to say especially anything, but just anyone that struggles with their mental health, and I mean anyone in general, you know, we tend to dwell on the past. So I guess for me and my experience is I was never treated properly in the past in intimate relationships and so I sort of brought that into my current relationship with you know you're gonna leave me like everybody else has um I'm not gonna be treated right because I never have been so why would it be different this time and so I brought that into my current relationship and So I guess that has to do with, you know, the fear of rejection again. And I had to learn how to let that go because, you know, Daniel is not any of the other men that I was ever with. And he's not going to do those things because that's not him. And, you know, this is he's a different person than them. And so I had to learn how to let go of that and let go of the past obviously it still comes up in some situations when I'm struggling but for the most part I have learned to let go that you know he's not gonna leave like everybody else and you have to start to trust the person that you're with and you know trust your thoughts and 
feelings and so I just made sure that I that I let go not only for myself but also for him because obviously there was a pressure on him that I always thought he was going to leave and that's not fair to the other person um it's not fair to either people in the relationship and so I had to learn to let go of that and it was really hard but I was able to eventually because again he showed me also that he wasn't leaving and he proved to me you know that he wasn't going to treat me poorly and um yeah that's really hard is to not bring your past into your present especially when it comes to relationships because you think you know I've always been treated this way people have always left so that's going to happen this time why would this time be different from the last times and that's the kind of mindset I got caught in and it's a very unhealthy mindset to get caught in so you have to again self-talk and get that out of your mind those are not facts those are just thoughts passing by that you do not need to dwell on that you need to let go because those are not the current present time that is all in the past and so that's something I had to really let go of and I was eventually able to and again like I said it still pops up from time to time but definitely not like before when it was you know lingering in my mind often and so it's gotten better and I'm really happy about that and that is something that you know you have to let go of as a person in a relationship and work on and I definitely had to you know do a little bit of working on that in therapy and whatnot and self-talk and it really helped but yeah that's definitely I think a big thing for people that dwell on the past you have to work on that in a relationship because you can't bring your past relationships into your present because it's unfair for the both of you so I think that's kind of everything I wanted to cover I probably will do another one of these episodes because I'm sure more ideas of what I could talk about in here will pop up but yeah I just want to say that you know just because you have a mental illness or you struggle with your mental health or whatever it may be you are still as deserving as everyone else is of love and of happiness and you know self-love is the biggest best form of love so you know learn to love you and if you can find a partner that helps you to learn to love yourself that's amazing and that is what I found and Daniel has really helped me learn to love myself and yeah he's really really honestly helped me to learn to love myself and that is a very big thing and I'm very grateful for it every single day and you know everybody is deserving and worthy not I don't really know if I like the term deserving I guess more worthy you know we're all worthy of love and happiness and acceptance and so if you can find somebody that accepts you for you hold on to that because that is amazing so 
next episode will be Daniel and myself and we will be talking about these kinds of things but also from his point of view there's a bunch of questions that we're going to answer I guess I can give you a little sneak peek tease of what some of the questions are um how does my anxiety affect you what are some tips and tricks of or advice you would give to others that have a partner that struggles with their mental health um and things that that you do to help me with my mental health and then some other questions how you two move through difficult times and conversations so we're going to be talking about lots of that kind of stuff and i'm really excited about it and yeah stay tuned for the next episode i hope you guys enjoyed this one i definitely enjoyed making it and i will see you guys next time Mwah.